Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey listeners, this is your host, Wim Lu. I wanted to let you know about a mini-series that we're doing here at Yahoo Sports Canada called Kawhi Watch, where me and Alex Wong break down the latest clues in Kawhi Leonard's huge free agency decision. You can find our 10-minute episodes on the Yahoo Sports Canada YouTube channel, aka the same place you find Inside the Green Room episodes, or you can just listen to the audio feed here on the Rapids of Everything podcast feed. So without further ado, here's Kawhi Watch. Did you hear the Knicks are getting a meeting? Kawhi's cheap and he just wants to like get free shit. Yeah. So free agency is almost here. The meetings are set. We're going to talk about that. But first, Kawhi Leonard spotted in Barbados in a Blue Jays jersey. First of all, what jersey do you think he was wearing? Eric Thames. Eric Thames. Eric Thames. I think it's Eric Solgard because he watched him reach base five times. Okay. Yeah, it's. I think it's one or the other. It's definitely the free jersey yeah. that was handed out because apparently he also took a free trip. Like, this is a free trip to Barbados yeah. that he actually took up an offer, which, by the way, came with the qualifier that he has to re-sign with Toronto. So, yeah, take no, it for I, what you will. I think it's basically a done deal at this point. And I don't know if you saw, he also had a Shoppers Drug Mart bag with him. That's hilarious. Yeah. Do you think he collects optimum points? I don't know. I definitely think he's an optimum points guy. So it's been reported that with free agency starting on Sunday at 6 p.m., Kawhi Leonard and his representatives have lined up meetings on Monday and Tuesday with a list of teams. The Clippers, the Lakers, the Knicks, and the Raptors are going to get the final meeting. When the Clippers walk into that meeting, if you're the Clippers, what is your pitch to Kawhi? I mean, all jokes aside, I would just pitch the idea that, look, this is a flexible roster. You can come home. That's the biggest thing is we have geography. You can come home. And then we have this flexible roster in which you can tell us what you want to do with it. And we'll try to make that happen. Is that a great pitch? Not really. You're basically telling him you got to do all the work. But at least you're in California and, you know, you have your own team and you can sort of mold it as you will. That's not that bad. But ultimately, that's not ultimately a great pitch there. Well, hearing that, that's not that appealing. To me, like if I put myself in Kawhi's shoes. And the other thing is that asking him to, you know, if you come, use your imagination. We can maybe add another star to the roster. There's been reports that Jimmy Butler, who's a close friend with Kawhi, might potentially be interested in joining up. What do you think about that potential tandem? Are they close friends? Yes. Remember earlier this season um, when Jimmy came here in Philadelphia, he said that him and Kawhi have talked a lot about his free agency decision and the trade to Toronto and stuff. They worked out together before. I mean, I think there's a lot of overlap in skill sets, but, yeah, I mean, it'll work. They're two great players, both two-way players. I don't think that, ultimately, though, you leave Toronto so that you can play with Jimmy Butler. That player that you just defeated in the playoffs, by the way. The Lakers have now opened up the max cap room. That's required. Thank you, thank you Wizards, for doing this. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Why didn't the Wizards just take on, like, three players for no reason? As revenge for not getting Because they couldn't get Masai. That's it. They couldn't get Masai. Legit, was revenge. Oh, my God, man. Wizards, can you please just do, like, one thing right? Send us no. Bradley Beal or something. They don't even have a GM. And if you're comparing the Clippers and the Lakers, I feel like he's going backwards if he signs with the Clippers after coming off a championship here in Toronto. Whereas if you're going to go home, I feel like the Lakers are the more attractive option. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not an easy pitch to come to the Lakers either because you're basically saying you're going to, after basically coming out as the greatest player on the planet, at least being hailed that way for the first time ever, um, you're going to do that, and then you're going to come to this team where you're going to be third banana, yeah. maybe second, who knows. Yeah, But, but you're sharing the spotlight. You're definitely, you're definitely, you're sharing, definitely the sharing the spotlight. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of drama because that's just what LeBron teams are, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, they literally have Jason Kidd as one of the head coach, yeah. and then Lionel Holland's the head coach, and then Frank Vogel's officially yeah, the head Link coach. Yeah, is telling stories about, you know, rest in peace Heath Ledger, that Heath Ledger apparently had a meeting with Kobe Bryant, even though he already passed away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of issues with that. However, you can also look at that as that's very appealing because every yes. single eyeball in the world is going to be looking at the Lakers next year because that would be an incredible team because you would have three of the top seven players in the NBA on one team. The only issue is they literally only have three total players right now, and if they get Kawhi, they pretty much use up all their cap room. They still have a like a you know yeah, mid level exception. They but can like, have me and you in the starting lineup though. Okay, but here's the thing with that. Yeah. We just saw what happens with the Warriors, right? Sure. Like, the Warriors, as much talent as they could put on the floor, the biggest issue the Warriors had in the finals was that they couldn't put out a fifth guy who was competent. Every single guy that tossed out there that was Boogie or Kevon Looney or whoever was, 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 was bad. They and still that, won a championship if KD and Clay are healthy, though. Do you agree with that? Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. I mean, like, that's five guys. Yeah. Again, like, the Lakers don't even have... They have three total players on the roster right now. But buyout candidates, minimum guys, that'll come. How many minimum guys are you going to get? You need literally ten minimum guys. But all I'm saying is... Ten. But, but you Yo, agree. bro, we got Jeremy Lin for the minimum. You got ten Jeremy Lins plus... No. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was ten Jeremy Lins. In the Me league. too, actually. Yeah. So, Lakers, Clippers, and then we've got the Knicks. Um, I think the Knicks are just going to walk in there and be like, please come, Kawhi. Um, we don't need to talk about that. So, on to the Raptors. <laughs> Raptors are going to have... The final meeting. That was the, the whole. That was the whole Knicks segment. That's yeah, it. No, that's it. Nothing was edited. So, the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. They got the Larry Ob. Yep. Masai Ujiri. It's very yep. hard to say no to that guy. You could be in a room with him for like five minutes and be convinced that you want to just drop everything in your life and just follow him. Yeah, for sure. Alex McKechnie. The trust that has been built. If you're Masai and Bobby Webster, we're assuming that those are the, at least the two that are going to walk into that meeting. Yeah. If you're Masai, you sit down. What's your what's the first thing that you say to Kawhi? You say to Kawhi immediately, we're gonna run it back, we're gonna defend this title. And if you are a player that cares about winning, if you're a player that cares about staying healthy and cares about being in a situation where there is trust, which is all literally the top three things that Kawhi has consistently said throughout this entire process, then yeah, I mean like this is an obvious choice. But you would also have to talk about the fact that you're not just trying to sell him on a one-year thing. You will obviously be happy if it's a one-year thing. You'll be happy if it's a two-year thing. But ultimately, you want him for the full five. And so you also want to come in with the detailed plan of, okay, so after next season, when Kyle expires and Marcus Hall expires and Serge Ibaka expires, and there's like $90 million walking up into the like it's a cap space, here's our plan to continue bolstering this team and to continue staying competitive. And uh, you sell a long-term vision of not just one year of contention, but multiple years of contention. And also the idea of like, you know, what Masai said at the press conference. Toronto, in terms of the NBA landscape, is a launching pad for the rest of the world. Like, they want to turn this into a global brand. And it sounds wild right now to say that, but that's Masai's plan. I think another thing for me is, I've been thinking about this. You know, when the Boardman Gets Paid article came out at The Athletic, 
one of the things that was mentioned was that, and we know this, that Kawhi was obsessed with watching Michael Jordan highlights growing up, right? So he obviously studied his career. He's talked about health. He's mm. talked about, um, you know, winning. And that leads to kind of what my basketball legacy is going to be, right? Yeah. Does he want to go to a third organization in three years? Does he want to, having won championships with San Antonio and Toronto, relocate again and be a guy who wins maybe a third championship and a third finals MVP? Or is it appealing to him to come back and defend the title? The one thing that he hasn't done in his career, maybe the only thing that he hasn't done, is repeat or yeah. have some kind of dynasty or have some kind of legacy in one place, right? Yeah. And it's set up for him to have that in Toronto. I wonder if that's something that does appeal to him. Of coming back and defending the title, maybe try to win two, or like Serge said, win two more. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, first off, this idea that like has suddenly been put out there, like, oh, he could be the first player ever to win championship on three different teams. Like, <laughs> that's not like a no one's ever that's said not that. Appealing. No one's like, no one's ever been like, appealing. oh, but MJ only yeah, won on a one team. Like, of the month at three different places. No, in, people in, in just six years. People like, count your titles. Like, how many yeah. teams did Robert Ory win his titles with? I have no idea. Yeah, anywhere between one and seven. It's just but the like, titles. Yeah. yeah, it's just the titles at the end of the day. And like, again, if you're competitive. You look at the situation as what's your best situation to compete next year and then and beyond. And like next year, the Raptors are his best situation to contend. And that's even compared to the Lakers, because like you mentioned, Lakers got no cap room otherwise. So like yeah, it's great that you have LeBron and A D. It's really, really great. But like who else is there? Literally nobody else. There's like Kyle Kuzma just chilling there, praying doesn't get traded. Wanna do the confidence check? Yeah. So I know last time I came in at ninety nine point eight. To uh-huh. be honest, what are you gonna do? Well, I just wanted to know what jersey, what Blue Jays jersey he was wearing. I think if he's wearing a current player, that's a really good sign, because it means that you know, because you buy jerseys of current players because you want to stay and rep those guys, right? Like sure. it was a Vlad, it was a Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like I'll be at ninety nine point nine six, so I'm gonna go ninety nine point eight one. Yeah. Wow, slightly increase. Yeah, slightly increase. Yeah. I'm actually gonna bump my thing down to eighty from eighty five. Only in this because now that the Lakers actually can't offer max cap room. I am slightly more worried about them. I still am like 80% confident of The, the Lakers are yeah. very scary right now. No, the Lakers opening up cap room is not insignificant, so I have yeah. to move my thing down to 80. But, I mean, on the same day that this all happened, he's also in Barbados wearing a Blue Jays jersey. And also, we should mention that the fact that this trip was apparently sponsored on the condition that he saves. So. Okay, so let's average out to like 87.61. All right, yeah. Let's do that? Yeah, okay. let's do it. So let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know what you think, which Blue Jays jersey Kawhi wore while in Barbados. Free agency is coming very soon, and we'll also be back very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.